This is Rory Harrington for FoodProductionDaily.com at Pack Expo 2011 in Las Vegas. As PET bottles now represent more than 50% of the soft drink market, avoiding environmental stress cracks has become key. I'm talking to Sally Potter, Package Governance Manager with Coca-Cola, about the issue. Now, Sally, what is environmental stress cracking and how serious a problem is it? Environmental stress cracking is when a PET bottle is attacked, if you will, by components in the environment. Typically, these are things like line lubricants or cleaners or something that's external to the bottle itself. But over time and high temperatures, um, these chemicals can attack the PET bottle and cause it to stress crack or stress craze and so that the bottle actually fails and leaks. So why exactly does it happen? Well, it happens because basically you have a pressure vessel. So you have a plastic material that's under pressure, which means it's under stress. And so when these polymer chains in the plastic are under stress and they're attacked by a chemical and even something uh, like water um, with alkalinity in it can... uh, create tiny fissures in the plastic which then grow and actually turn into a a crack. So what are the factors that make this more likely? The factors that make stress cracking more likely to happen have to do with several things and it's usually not one but a combination of these factors such as storing the empty bottle in a humid environment uh, so that it absorbs moisture and the material itself becomes more brittle and susceptible to stressing. Uh, Typically, it's contact with cleaners or sanitizers that are used either on the filling line itself or as the uh, package is used at retail. Um, It can be use of unapproved lubricants. As lubricants are used on the filling line, they should be approved for use with PET bottles. If a bottler happened to use a lubricant that was designed for aluminum or glass, most likely it would stress crack PET. And one of the main factors is the alkalinity in the water used on the filling line, particularly the rinse water. Um, As bottles exit the filler and the lubricants are removed, the alkalinity of the rinse water is extremely critical. And with regards to alkalinity, I, I understand there's been new learning on how you can adjust that to help avoid stress cracking. Yes, what we've learned through the ISBT technical committees is that It's really alkalinity in relation to hardness of the water that promotes stress cracking. Historically, we measured the levels of alkalinity because we knew that it could have an impact on stress cracking. But what we've learned that as alkalinity is less than the hardness of the water, that your bottles are safe and will not crack. It's when the alkalinity exceeds the hardness level of the water that bottles are likely to stress crack. And it's pr- there's, there's kits that are available that you can measure hardness of your water fairly readily. So the critical thing in the new learning we found was that by keeping that alkalinity less than your hardness, you can um, re- greatly minimize the incidence of stress cracking. And in terms of the increasing trend towards lightweighting PET bottles, has that had a negative or a positive effect on environmental stress cracking? Actually, lightweighting has improved uh, stress cracking. As you lightweight a bottle, 
one, you have to optimize a lot of your bottle blowing parameters so you don't lose CO2 performance. So by optimizing your material distribution, um, optimizing your design, and even light weighting, uh, when you pressurize a bottle and the bottle creeps a little bit more than it does because you've lightweighted it, that actually helps to relieve some of the stress in the bottle. So lightweighting in general has generally tended to improve bottle performance and reduce as well the likelihood of stress cracking. And what can bottlers do to minimize risks from environmental stress cracking? There's a lot of things bottlers can do. A lot of bottlers today self-manufacture their own bottles. So starting with the design of the bottle and trying to minimize stress points in the bottles to reviewing their cleaning protocols um, and making sure that lines are fully rinsed. Um, they should use alkalinity and hardness test kits to make sure that the alkalinity in relation to hardness is under control. Uh, they should try to keep bottles as dry as possible, and they should check their warmer temperatures often to make sure that the bottles don't um, perform or don't form condensation and um, stay dry while they're in the warehouse. Thank you very much for those insights, Sally. This has been Rory Harrington for foodproductiondaily.com at Pack Expo 2011.